Hello, hello, penny droppers. Now, there's been something on my mind every time I talk to you on here. And you know what it is? It's a bit weird. Even though I'm having a conversation with you right now, as in I'm on one side of your phone, your computer, or maybe your car stereo, and you're on the other side, I'm also having it with a heap of other people at the same time. Yeah, think about that for a minute and it'll do your head in. (laughs) While I know that you get this is how a podcast works, have you ever thought about the benefits of having what feels like a private conversation publicly? Hmm, yeah, no, neither did I until a client, Chris, you know who you are, got me thinking about it. Specifically, he talked about this podcast, The Penny Drop, and how when he listens, it feels like I'm just chatting with him, but I'm able to share my ideas with lots of others at the same time. But that also got me thinking about the role of an interview, be it in a podcast or on stage, and how great interviewers make the audience feel like they get to listen in on a private conversation. Why should you care about this? Because I reckon if you can find a way to use either a podcast or interviews in your work, it'll save you heaps of time. Let me explain, because that's what we do here on The Penny Drop. When we think about what happens in a private conversation, we sort of get that it's one-on-one, it's about building intimacy and trust directly with the other person we're talking with, and it's often full of personal stories. If we think about some of the more public channels of communication that we use, like a speech or that organisation-wide email or our more blanket approaches to marketing that we might do in newsletters or on social media, they're one to many. They're about trying to build intimacy and trust at scale and they're generally full of universal messages. What's cool about podcasts and interviews is you get the benefits of both. It's one-to-one and one-to-many at the same time, it creates intimacy and trust one-to-one and at scale at the same time. And they take those personal stories and transform them into messages with universal meaning. Wow, <laughs> I know. And the proof is in the podcasting stats. Earlier this year, Australians ticked over as being the biggest podcast listeners in the world. And they want new content all the time, specifically right now. Other podcasting research tells us that people who listen to podcasts feel more connected with other people and the perceived intimacy of the platform, so the idea that we get to listen in on other people's private conversations, leads to greater what the research is called connectedness with the content and with the hosts, making listeners more empathetic and persuadable. Whoa, again. So how could you use an interview or a podcast? or maybe an interview podcast, to reach lots of people intimately. Any thoughts? Look, luckily, I've got a couple of ideas. If you are working within a large organisation, it's about engagement. Rather than sending out those organisational-wide emails that no one reads, why not spend that time creating an internal podcast? It's a way for your people to... Get to know one another, better understand the jobs that everybody does and how the business actually operates, and perhaps, you know, smash down some of those silos in the process. We know that podcasts are the closest simulation to a real-life conversation we have, which I think makes them a really powerful way to maintain those sort of intimate connections between 
workforces that are increasingly hybrid or decentralised. I mean, just imagine the time you'll save not having to repeat the same messages over and over again, let alone try and negotiate politics between departments, simply by letting your people have a fly-on-the-wall experience of what it's like to work in another part of the business. Yep, an internal podcast will do that for you. If you're a small business consultant, thought leader, expert, I reckon it's about sales. So rather than having individual conversations with every lead, why not demonstrate the value of your offerings through a conversation on a podcast? And of course, there's going to be nuance to getting this right. But when you do, it's a huge time saver when it comes to getting clicks. And if you're a leader in an organization, it's about offsites. Imagine what your team could learn by listening in to a masterfully crafted interview with one of your top performers. So by learning some key interview skills, I reckon you could halve the amount of content that you need to create for your offsite, yet you'll double the impact made. So there's just a couple of ideas. There are heaps more. And I'd actually like to properly talk one-on-one with you about this one to see where your thinking's at when you start to consider how you could leverage the benefits of having seemingly private conversations publicly. You know how to get in touch with me. Penny at pennyterry.com is the email. All the other details are in the show notes. Great chat. I'll talk to you next time.